This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Health One. The Emergency Medical Minute and CarePoint hosted a panel with 10 speakers on a wide variety of topics. This is Dr. J.P. Brewer with a standard approach to toxicology. So standard approach to toxicology, right? Big picture yet again. Um, how do I approach a patient who has a known ingestion, maybe, or maybe not even known ingestion? Um, this is the way I like to approach it. Every patient, every time, I call this the opening gambit. How does the patient look? Are they scary sick or are they talking to you or are they just sort of drunk and rolling around the bed? Obviously, ABCs every time. That's where we start with every patient in the emergency department. I called it a sample history, but I think there's a specific version of that sample history when we're dealing with an ingestion, which is ancillary history. What other information can I gather about this potential ingestion? What can the family tell me? What can... Uh, Paramedics, CMTs tell me, were police involved? Is there a potential psych history? Have they done this before? Um, when was the last known normal? When was the last time anybody talked to them? What was that last Facebook post before they said they were going to take something? Um, and then I think, you know, I probably should have highlighted on the end there, what are the medications or potential ingestions that are available to this person? Or uh, what was around? What was in the cabinet at the party? That's the thing I think that's important. From a physical exam perspective, obviously we're looking at ABCs, vital signs, toxidromes, we'll talk a little bit more about in a second. And I think not to be overlooked in someone who's altered a potential ingestion, um, I think toxicology and trauma sort of go hand in hand. Um, so obviously signs of trauma, super important. And then we'll talk a little bit about lab testing, treatments, antidotes. I think it's probably, you know, the things to point out, things that are you should really focus on in your toxicologic exam or your, you know, evaluation for toxidrome. Pupils, pupil size is super important, response to light with regard to pupil exam. Pointing out that sympathomimetics are very large pupils. Anticholinergic are very large, like a true anticholinergic uh, toxidrome, very large pupils. Like you won't see any iris whatsoever. Uh, and the other side of that is obviously the op opiate intoxication and cholinergic intoxication. They have uh, very, very um, meiotic pupils. Um, I think I like to point out the skin exam at the bottom. When I talk about doing a skin exam, we're talking ungloved hand in the patient's armpit. It's gross, but that's how I like to do it. Yeah, don't you know? You, he doesn't. Ian doesn't like to wash afterwards, but that's just what he does. Um, <clears throat> that's how you test for um, a, a true wet, dry exam with regard to skin. Um, what do we test for? Um, I don't know that there's a simple, simple answer with, with how you test someone who's a potential ingestion. But I think if you're going to open it up, if you're going to be testing, this is the way I would start. I would get a glucose in somebody that's altered. Um, I think a CBC and a CMP are important. I think a liver panel is worthwhile in someone who's an unknown ingestion. Uh, blood gas is helpful. I think if we're looking to evaluate an altered mental status or someone who's got an abnormal kind of respiratory pattern, I think getting that pH is warranted. Um, and then and then it starts, you know, I, I put EKG below. I think EKG is probably warranted on most ingestions. Intoxicants have such a potential for um, sodium channel blockade uh, and, and other arrhythmias that I think EKGs are, are always worth, worth evaluating. And if you call toxicology, they're always going to ask you what the QTC is on your electrocardiogram. Um, Tylenol level, aspirin level, ethanol, urine toxicology. These are sort of standard tests that I think people with unknown ingestion should all get, um, especially because so many of these over-the-counter medications are combination medications and you don't know what have aspirin or Tylenol in them. Obviously, that's why they're important. Um, osmols, 
it's a, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a bonus advanced maneuver for if you're working up, um, you know, an altered mental status or some kind of a gap acidosis. I think when you add that on, it helps you out. Obviously you're evaluating for ethylene glycol or the other uh, toxic alcohols. And then when I say others, um, you know, specific medications that you can test for, the, the Depakotes, the anti-seizure medications, um, the things that you can order levels on, the toxic alcohols potentially. A lot of times you won't get those numbers back right away, but I think ordering them and getting baselines is appropriate. Uh, obviously with pregnancy or with females, you should probably check a pregnancy test all the time. When I say tap the brakes, uh, really what I meant is, you know, uh, if someone comes in with an unknown ingestion or, uh, you know, a known ingestion even, Think about ways you can stop or reverse or, or you know, begin the concept of, of what's the treatment strategy. So obviously manage abnormal vital signs. Um, that's kind of first and foremost. If there's an antidote, deploy said antidote. If, if you don't know if there's an antidote, um, you're calling Poison Center of Toxicology or literally just looking it up online. I mean, I think that's kind of first, first thought. Blocking absorption, it is... Um, I, I think the you know the use of activated charcoal is probably out of favor these days. There are some times when it is used that I think it's rare that the poison center recommends it. If somebody was outside the emergency department, said they took a handful of pills and then walked into the ED, I think that's the time when maybe they would recommend using activated charcoal. Um, that's the time that I've used it. Um, enhancing elimination, um, think about... Uh, alkalinizing the urine, um, or, or think about the medications that will require dialysis, the um, salicylate intoxications, lithi lithium overdoses, that sort of thing. Um, and then obviously, um, call poison control or toxicology right away, and they can give you uh, insight um, as to which one of these medications will require dialysis, or what the tips for enhancing elimination would be. And then obviously, my, my kind of take with toxicology is don't do it alone uh, because it's complex and there's a lot to it. Um, involve the attending right away. If you sort of stumble into a room uh, and there's a patient who's altered and there's a concerning ingestion, the more heads uh, thinking about this, the better. Um, call poison control. Uh, mobilize critical care resources as soon as you can. Um, in the patients that aren't as critical, I think, um, and it's an intentional ingestion, psychiatry needs to be involved. And I put social work on there, but I would, I would extend that to, um, you know, case management resources, um, child protective services. Um, I think more people the better when it comes to ingestions and toxicology. Five to eight minutes. Awesome, man. Awesome. If you enjoy the Emergency Medical Minute, please help us out by rating us on iTunes. For more free medical education, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Make a donation and subscribe to our newsletter at emergencymedicalminute.com.